So is this a very special episode of no. uh, Galaxy Toys? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. No, it's just episode 11. So, so we're not going to have like a moral at the end of it or anything? <laughs> we should. If, I can, if you guys think of a moral, we'll have it at the end. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast. A discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. This is our 11th episode. Joining me, as always, from IGrewUpStarWars.com, the one, the only, the original, the OT curmudgeon, Tom. Hey, Tom. That's that's enough to uh, get you all kind of winded there, Jason. (laughs) Good good day, everybody. (laughs) How are you? Doing well. Uh, also joining us, as usual, from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. But we just call him Chris sometimes, too. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Good. And finally tonight, from Bendoms to the Black Series, he collects them all. It's our good friend, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Wow, guys, this is our 11th episode. Can you believe it? Jeez, really? 11th? 11th. That's amazing. Did survive that long? Yeah. I thought Tom would have fallen asleep for good by now. <laughs> Not it is kind of late. We started a little later than normal tonight. Well, I, I had a second helping of Jello at, at oh, dinner today, so there, there I've, you go. I've, I think I've got the energy to carry on for a little while. And if you're wanting to contact us, you can always email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com. Slash Galaxy of Toys. So tonight, we are going to be talking about San Diego Comic-Con and Celebration Europe 2. I think we'll start with San Diego Comic-Con as our very own Ryan was there. Hey Ryan, how was your, uh, how was your experience? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I definitely enjoyed it this year. It, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot coming out right now, kind of Star Wars-ish is from the, from the big stuff. But, uh, I mean, we're going to see that increase over the years. But Comic-Con is, is more than just Star Wars if you go there. There's tons of fun stuff to do. As long as you're willing to stand in a few lines, it's always a blast. Well, cool. Um, so, so as far as – I know you've been to how many? Three Comic-Cons now? Yeah, so this was my third this year, yeah. How, out of all three, um, as far as Star Wars go, would you say this is the most low-key so far? Um. I don't know. Last year seemed kind of low key too. Mm. They were talking a lot. They they were putting out the builder droid stuff last year and and telling us about that. And of course that never really happened. But uh, it seemed really low key last year. I would think this year, I'd say there was actually maybe a little bit more shown that was new that we hadn't seen this year. At least more stuff that you kind of got more excited about. I mean, let's face it. Those first two waves of Builder Droid they showed us weren't the most exciting of figures. So yeah. I think there was a little bit more to see this time, a little bit more to get excited about. And as far as the exclusives went, I saw you got you got in the Hasbro line on, was it Saturday that you got in the line? Yeah, uh, I got it on Saturday. And how did that go? Well, <laughs> um, number one, you have to know where to stand. I stood in line for two to three hours outside of what I thought was where I'd go up to the sales pavilion, which is where you get your ticket for autographs for the Hasbro line. And, I mean, it was supposed to be 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock passes, and they finally left us at 9.30. And I get up, and I go through, and there's no Hasbro line. I ask somebody, oh, we did that back at 8 o'clock. It went really quick. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Um, so I kind of wasted my time in line there. And I went down to the, the floor, and I'm walking by the Hasbro booth, and there's, like, no line there. And I'm seeing the guy standing there just handing tickets out to whoever walks up. So I'm like, oh, sweet, I can do it. And so I walk up and, and grab grab my ticket and get in line and immediately notice that the uh, Black Series Boba Fett and Haunted Carbonite is already sold out. Ugh. Jason, Jason, this is, Jason, this is where you put in the wah, wah, wah. I think you just did that for us. I, yeah. uh, again, again. That's, <laughs> that sucks. That I was, sucks, Ryan. I, I knew that was one of your uh, targets for Comic-Con. So. Well, fortunately, um, I know people. and um, Oh, oh. Y- yes, I do know people. And I have at least three people who said they'd be willing to pick me up one at uh, Celebration Europe 2. Um, I haven't gotten confirmation that they've gotten me one, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get one from there. So. Well, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about what uh, was actually shown uh, as far as Star Wars toys at San Diego Comic-Con. And I'm just going to start running down lists and ask your opinions. 
So let's start with Hasbro. They showed more of the Saga Legends, which are the uh, five points of articulation articulation figures. The next wave looks like it's going to be Boba Fett, Captain Rex, Stormtrooper, Clone Commander Cody, Obi-Wan from the Clone Wars, and Luke Jedi. Chris, what's... Uh, what is what's your initial reaction to the Saga Legend the, the the Saga Legends figures that they showed? Um, it's okay. I I love the the Stormtrooper in the series. I think it looks great, and I do like that Luke Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really really good too. So that that would be my two favorite figures from that line. Um, the uh, the Mission Series two packs they look pretty good too with Han and Chewie and uh, yeah I'm pretty excited about those. Yeah. And that kind of runs into the, they did show some of those uh, Saga Legend Mission Series 2-packs. Um, the new ones they showed were a Han Solo and Chewbacca 2-pack, a Darth Maul Clone Wars and Obi-Wan Kenobi Clone Wars 2-pack, an R2-D2 and C-3PO 2-pack, and uh, I don't know, were the R2-D2 and the C-3PO, were those Clone Wars figures or were they just uh, regular? They were R2- realistic. Realistic. They were realistic, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I gotta say that Han Solo figure is probably one of the coolest new modern figures I've seen in a while. I, something about it just looks perfect. Yeah, I agree with you totally. Seeing these up close in person, I I was fairly impressed. Um, and I talked to the Hasbro people, and at the panel they talked about it. That their whole idea is, even though they're making these figures um, with limited articulation, they still want to have really great sculpts. I mean, they, they went as far as say, the sculpting should be of the same quality that we see in the Black Series 3 and 3 quarter inch. Um, and I know we're, we're kind of all, I think a lot of people are put off with those first waves we looked at. There's a lot of clones in there, and I think most of us are a little cloned out. But seeing these sculpts in person, they do look fantastic. That Han Solo looks amazing. The uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Darth Maul, I mean, we're getting that Season 5 Darth Maul from Clone Wars, which is really cool to see. That was one I wanted watching the show. I think they're going to use this to get some interesting figures out that we don't necessarily need a lot of articulation on, maybe. Uh, I know a lot of us probably like to have Darth Maul with more articulation, but hey, we're getting one of them. We're getting the figure anyway. And the sculpts do look great. Um, I wish that Luke Jedi had been on display so I could have looked at that better. But, like, the Stormtrooper looked awesome, the Boba Fett looked awesome, even, even like, the Commander, the Captain Rex looked really good. Um, I think people are a little down on these just because it has low articulation, but, honestly, they're really good sculpts. They do look good. So, I, I don't think maybe we should get too far down on these. And along with that, I was talking with uh, some of the Hasbro people, and they said, like, the 12-inch line, which I know we've dogged a little bit on the show here, um, especially the Anakin, they said they want to have the same level of sculpting in uh, that 12-inch as they're doing in the Black Series and everything. And I think we're going to see the quality increase on those. Um, there was a guy, uh, Jin Han, who just he came on fairly recently. Like A lot of the first wave stuff was already in, in production and everything. But he's come on since then, and it seems like he's made a difference. He's a really cool guy to talk to, I can say that for sure. He, he was willing to sit there and talk with me and give me lots of answers on stuff. You know, not necessarily stuff we hadn't heard before, but I, he was just a really nice guy to talk to. And he, he wanted to reiterate, he, these guys doing this are really big fans of Star Wars, too. They want to see the same stuff that we want to. I think they'd love to see stuff like the sail barge and, and that. But it is a business, and they have to make decisions based on business what's going to make money. I mean, if they just produce figures that don't make money... Uh, that don't sell or whatever, or wake a sale barge that everybody waits on to go clearance, it's not going to necessarily make them money. So we kind of got to keep that in mind. But they want the best product out there, and I think we're going to see it get better. I know we're down on the lower articulation stuff, but I, we started to see it, I think, on this. Those, some of those uh, new figures we hadn't seen before look really good. Yeah, I'm, uh, after seeing that, like I said earlier, after seeing that Han Solo, I'm n- not down on these figures anymore. If they can make more figures like that, Especially from the from the original trilogy era, I'm going to be really happy with this with this series of figures. And and the other thing they did say is they've done surveys and everything and found that kids really don't care about articulation. I know a lot of us uh, can kind of get down on that. We all remember, I think most of us remember going out of Star Wars figures and into GI Joe because they had articulation. Because all of a sudden the knees could bend, the elbows could bend, and we thought that was cool as kids. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I think it's a little different. Um, I, I've seen kids that, you know, they just grab figures and bash them together, and that's what they want to do. They're not 
interested necessarily in loss of articulation. That's what, that's what Tom still does. But, uh, you know, they say they did the studies, and the, the kids don't care about it. And honestly, I think the biggest thing that we've got to look at with these figures is to produce a figure at 5 to $6 figure. Uh, you know, a mom or dad is going to be more likely to pick that up for their kid than a $10 three and three-quarter inch figure. Uh, at some point, you know, the collector style line that we've been getting with all the articulation and, and everything in it is just going to be outpriced for kids. And if the kids aren't buying the toys, they're not going to be nostalgic about it 10 to 20 years from now. And honestly, Star Wars collectibles will start to die off as our generation dies off, really. It's just not going to continue on with just us. It needs to remain for those kids, and there's, there needs to be something for those kids. Now, here's here's something I worry about a little bit with this line, is I know they're saying these are going to be priced at, did they say five ninety nine or six ninety nine? They said 5 bucks in the panel, but okay. I've, I've heard five ninety nine. Now, so. I can... My, I'm just a little worried that retailers are going to say, well, we've been selling Star Wars to- figures for the last three years for $10 each. Let's sell these at $10 each. I don't know. I, I don't think that's going to happen. No? If you look at the Marvel lines right now, there's an Iron Man line, that's, and there's been a, a Batman line that's been like $5, and uh, there's a Man of Steel line. That's, and, they're, and they're cheap figures, and they're much cheaper than $10 for most of those. So I, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, most of the retailers are going to stick right with the MSRP. Okay. Uh, talking about the price, uh, I was actually going to hold back until we come to the Celebration Europe uh, discussion, but um, I don't know if you guys saw the price announcements for the European market for those figures. No. Which, uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. I, I, mean, I hope they made a mistake when they when they announced the price, but um, the uh, the figures they had on display at Celebration Europe in their uh, display cases, they had, they had the price placed with the figures and the uh, the Saga Legends figures are supposedly going to cost uh, 12 euros and 99 cents. Wow. Um, so that's about $17 for for one figure for five points of articulation figure. So, um, I mean, if, if they're going to keep the price that way, it kind of beats the purpose of, of why they're making these figures in the first place, which is supposed to be, you know, cheaper made figures for the kids so that, you know, parents can afford them. Right. For the kids. How much, how much was that, Chris? Say that again. 1299 euros. So that currently at this rate, that is $17 and 24 cents. Wow. Right. So um, I'll have I mean, two of each. <laughs> yeah, and the mission, series, the mission series two packs, they're supposedly going to cost seventeen ninety nine, which is about twenty four dollars roughly. Uh, and I mean here they cost about ten bucks, right? So over there, if the prices hold, then you know it seems like they're going to cost twenty four dollars. But but how much is the current like uh, vintage? Let's say vintage style ten dollar figure here. How much does that sell for in Europe? I do not know, but I do know that I think it's somewhat similar to what they announced the Black Series is going to cost over there. Okay, which is twelve nine. So I know uh, this stuff's a lot more expensive there. So I, I yes, you know. always has been. But I yeah. mean, like if you look at the uh, if you look at the Saga Legends figures though. Right. I mean, if they're really going to have the same price point as the Black Series figures, I, I can just hope it's a mistake. Because, I mean, it's a, kind of a slap for not just the collectors, but also like parents, basically, you know? Yeah, that, that's a lot of money for just a yeah a small figure like that, yeah. But, you know, six-inch figures, I don't know if you guys saw the price for that, but apparently the six-inch figures are going to cost um, $27.99, so 28 euros, which is about... Thirty-seven, thirty-eight dollars for one figure. I mean, that is pretty pricey. Thirty-seven bucks. That is insane for one wow. six-inch figures figure. Yeah. I'm wondering when uh, when Hasbro ships figures to uh, to Europe. Do they do they ship them from the U.S.? Do they get them in the U.S. from China and then ship them to Europe, or do they go from China directly to Europe? I mean, what uh, what is to account for this uh, huge price increase? You know? Yeah, I think they, they, the figures do come first to the United States, and then they ship it overseas uh, to you know whoever buys them from Hasbro. Yeah, so that's probably maybe that's a part of the the, pro- the problem. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean those figures are you know produced for the American market. Yeah, yeah, but you know. It's still if if you see the if you see those price differences, it's just uh, it makes you it actually surprises me that there's still a fairly big collector's market over there. So uh, if any of you out there listening, so uh, also I think they showed well they showed some vehicles, 
a repainted Slave One and uh, repainted Jedi Starfighters. From, yeah, that was that was all they showed. Yeah, and that lit the crowd on fire, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. I actually asked him about those because I looked and I was like, wow, these are all repaints of things we've seen before. Um, and I asked him, I said, so are we going to see vehicles that are beyond these molds? And um, the Hasbro representative, I said, talk to, I mean, he couldn't say anything specifically, but yeah, we're going to see other vehicles. I mean, he said, just just wait and see that, you know, that kind of type of wink, wink, nod, nod, you know, you know what I mean? There, there's something mm-hmm. else coming. Well, we're going to see different molds, different vehicles uh, in that scale, I think, coming down the line. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do next. Yeah. Oh, a tiny Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I want to see. A a tiny Millennium Falcon that you cram Chewbacca and Han Solo (laughs) into one seat. (laughs) Size of a keychain. Yeah. (laughs) And also they showed... The Black Series, some a few new figures from the Black Series, three and three quarter inch. Uh, Mara Jade, R2-D2, Pablo Jill, Luminara Unduli, the 41st Elite Corps Clone Trooper, and a Stormtrooper. Um, they These are the uh, super, well, I don't know if super articulated is the right word, but these are the figures that are a little higher quality and more articulation. Ryan, what was your uh, thought on, on these figures? Uh, most of this is stuff that we've seen before. Uh, this is stuff they showed us as the the Builder Droid Wave Two type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really exciting, I would say. There. Yeah, I'm with Ryan on this. I mean, the figures themselves look really good, but we've heard about those figures for so many months now, or I don't know, half a year. Has it been a year now? I, I, I it's been a year. So yeah. yeah. Celebration. Just... At least celebration six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm just ready for them to come out and just move on. Really. And I think the 41st Elite Corps trooper has some paint issues where they have the, the wrong markings on the figure. I don't know if they're going to be able to fix that. I, I actually don't think they will, but yeah, it's just, an, you know, the the figures overall look really good, but like I said, you know, we've heard about them for so long now that just so ready for them to come out. Now, something I'm a little confused about, were they calling this Mara Jade figure Mara Jade or Mara Jade Skywalker? Uh, they called it Mara Jade Skywalker in the panel. Okay, but this Mara Jade is not, this is the Mara Jade from like, uh, the Timothy Zahn era, right? The Timothy. That's what it looks like. It's got the same outfit as yeah. the original EU Mara Jade we had. Yeah, and I, I think fans were hoping they'd get actually a Mara Jade, like a, a Jedi type figure, a Jedi Mara Jade from the yeah. later from the later novels. I don't really collect got... the EU figures, so I'm fine either way. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, and moving on, they also showed an Amazon.com Droid Factory exclusive set retailing. For $59.99. It's a pack that has the uh, 212th Battalion Clone Trooper, the Black Squadron TIE Pilot, Sand Trooper, a Red Battle Droid, Sun FAC, FA4, and if you uh, put all the pieces, each figure comes with a, a Build a Droid piece, and you can assemble TC70. Who is from the Clone Wars movie? No, I think it's a great set. I I think um, FA4, by the way, is also going to be a builder droid. I think the uh, no, actually, it's not. It's not. So they're going to be no. Like it'll six... be yeah. It'll be in its own own separate package. Okay. So see, that's what I like about it. I like that they they come back out and they actually released the card design, which was supposed to be out. So now we're going to get our hands on that, which is I think is cool. Even though I don't collect the carded stuff, but uh, you know, for everyone wants it, that's pretty cool. And I mean, the winners in the set are definitely F84 and TC70 for me. So um, I'm excited for those figures. You know, Red Battle Droid, nah. Sand Trooper, nah. Yeah, the other figures in the set are just kind of like been there, done that kind of. But F84 and TC70, at least you know, Hasbro managed to bring them back out again, and we don't have to go on eBay and, and get them there. So yeah. Is is that Sand Trooper, uh, the same with the orange pauldron? Is that the same Sand Trooper from like one of the final waves of the um, vintage collection? I would guess so. I'd have to go back and check, but I would be surprised if they would release a new mold or something. I was impressed that these are going to come individually carded. I mean, you have to buy them all as a set, but they'll all come on that build a droid card, so we'll get a chance to actually get those. I know there were a few people excited about the, the droid-looking card and that sort of thing. Not my thing, but I, I know I heard people who were excited about it. So it, it's kind of cool that they went and did that, and I'm definitely glad that they were able to get those figures out. I know a lot of us wanted the FA4. I know, Jason, you got lucky enough to pick one up off of eBay. But uh, I, I'm glad they're getting those out. And, and it's, it's good to see Hasbro, you know, as much as people kind of bash them, here they are. They're, 
the stuff that we wanted, and they're making sure they get it out for us. I like this set, I guess. Uh, but but since F eight four is really the the one droid that I really wanted out of this set, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'll get it or not, just because I don't know about the rest of them. I do like, you know, I probably already have that sand trooper, but anytime they put an orange pauldron on a sand trooper, I I just want it. It's just like I, that's just those are my favorite sand troopers. So I might get it just to get that figure. I'll probably leave it carded. Uh, okay, so. They also Hasbro also show, showed Black Series. I guess this is Wave Two or maybe Two and Three. Part of Two and Three, not sure. Um, maybe Ryan knows for sure. But it's the new uh, six-inch line. It's continuing. They showed Han Solo, Greedo, Boba Fett, Obi Wan Kenobi from Revenge of the Sith, and Slave Leia. So Tom, what do you think of these six-inch figures? Uh, detail is great. I like them a lot. Is it going to make me want to collect them? Certainly not, but uh, these are really awesome, especially the Han. I'm looking at a picture of the Han right now. Mm-hmm. Fant- fantastic. It looks looks freaking awesome. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, you know, once I uh, once I see them in in stores, if I <laughs> if I see them in stores, I'll give it a give it a couple thoughts. But uh, I, it's going to be fun to 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 look for them. Mm-hmm. I've been watching your. Uh I grew up StarWars.com Facebook feed, and it looks like a lot of your uh, your uh, community kind of likes these. I can tell that some of them want to collect them. I saw some of the people saying this this was the only modern line they were going to collect this year. Well, so. that would make sense because these are definitely some uh, I think some some great figures. So yeah, they have to check with me first though before <laughs> they do that. Tom, do you ban- <laughs> do you ever ban people on the site just because? Uh, just because. <laughs> no. Jar Jar Lover seventy two, I think he banned. Uh, no, there's a my uh, the I I have to say that the folks that do participate, um, the regular folks that participate in um, in the, on the Facebook page are are really great, and uh, most of the folks are for awesome, and and I'm hoping the folks that don't participate are at least looking at the uh, at the stuff that's available there. So. No, no bands yet. Um, I, I, I always do like the reaction when people post new things on that on your Facebook page. Did you get you get some interesting responses? You get a, a wide spectrum of of love and hate. It's kind of fun to watch. Well, uh, I have a core group of people. They know who they are. Uh, that are as carmageny as me, and I I freak, <laughs> freaking love it. Okay, now Chris, I'm going to ask you. You you've kind of been. You like these figures? Not sure if you're going to collect them. Uh, so, how are you? You see these new newer figures? What what's uh what's your thought now? Um, yeah, I think they look good. I I was able to order the uh, the Boba Fett set on the Hasbro Toy Shop website when it went up for like those five minutes or so. Wow! Oh, you got yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Good job. Yeah, yeah, it was just I mean pure luck, really. Um, so yeah, anyway, so that should be here in like a week or so. And then, uh, once I have it in my hands, you know, I'll, I'll be happy to talk about it, but I mean, they look great. I mean, you know, from what everybody's saying and, and the pictures that I've seen, um, they look really nice. Yeah, like, no, if, no, no doubt about that. I mean, the, uh, yeah. Did you guys see the, the best in Luke at Celebration Europe? Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. yeah. I did. I did that. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that looks just amazing. So. Yeah, I'm excited about them. So, Ryan, you saw them in person. Uh, they look great. They look absolutely fantastic. The sculpts are just spot on. Uh, and Hasbro said on these figures, they're not only trying to make great sculpts, but they're trying to make them um, so they look great without being highly articulated, even though they are highly articulated. So they're working on hiding the joints a lot with these. Um, obviously, like the Slave Leia, that makes it a little harder because there's so much bare skin on her. Um, but I mean, even to see that in person, they've done a really good job with it. They, uh, the, they showed the wave two stuff and the Obi-Wan Kenobi was part of wave three and they didn't even say anything about him during the panel. He just showed up on, I think it was on Saturday. All of a sudden he was in the case. It was like, whoa, there's a new figure here. And, um, so that was really cool. And they did announce at the panel, um, that next year is going to come a biker scout on a speeder bike in the six inch series. Wow. Oh, that's Um, right. Very cool. And it sounds like they're going to do other vehicles in the line. They, they've made uh, notions that they, they want to do more vehicles. You know, we're not going to see a six-inch scale Millennium Falcon, I don't think. But, uh, you know, maybe like a land speeder or, uh, you know, some of those smaller vehicles. That would be, be really great. Land speeder. Hey, hey Ryan, uh, since we're talking about the six-inch uh, line, 
there's been talk about the R2-D2 not being quite as articulated in the production piece as the as the prototype. What are your What are your thoughts there? You know, I've I've heard a lot of that, and um, and a big thing's been on the paint app for it. I I honestly got to say, how many times have we seen prototype figures and the actual thing didn't come out looking just like it, the prototype? I mean, the prototype is sculpted and hand painted. When we get the actual product, it's generally not going to look as good as the prototype. Um, so I, I, I think it, I think the R2 looks great. I I just think people were hoping it was going to be as awesome as the prototype, but there's probably something with the paint app somewhere where it just wouldn't work to do that. Um, they really didn't comment on it other than to say that the production uh, pieces don't always come out the same as the prototype. Did the scale look off? Like like uh, we talked about in the last show, I know I think Dan Curdle mentioned that on our last show. Did it look off scale with the rest of the figures? Uh, the, it looked fine with uh, it, it looked right with it with scale with the rest of the figures. I thought. But, okay. Uh, I mean, I wasn't. I'm not an R2 expert by any um, imagination to know exactly how high his dome should come up on Luke or something. But uh, I thought it looked fine. And Hasbro also had Angry Birds everywhere. Oh boy, did hey. they. <laughs> I don't really want to run down all of them, but just to mention, they were everywhere, right? Well, honestly, like when they started the panel, everybody came in, and it wasn't just Hasbro people on the panel. It was people from Rovio, the people who do the game, uh, all wearing Star Wars Angry Birds shirts. And we've seen these plush Angry Birds up on the counter. I was like, oh, my gosh. And they actually spent over half of the panel talking about Star Wars Angry Birds. Hey, I, guys, I wrote a I wrote a song about uh, the Angry Birds line. Do you guys want to hear it? I really no. freaking hate Angry Birds. I want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, here, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not a really. I'm not. In, I play, actually played the the game. I liked it. It was on my phone. I played it for a little while. I played the game too, but I don't need six billion <laughs> crappy little junky figures that are going to make their way to secondhand stores in two weeks. Yeah. Do you? No, but, it, you know, I was uh, at Target a week or two ago. There was this uh, this parent with a young child, maybe a three- or four-year-old boy, and he had an Angry Bird toy in his hand, and he looked so happy about it. Like, I, I see what they're doing, because I, I could just tell that this little kid loved this Angry Bird. You could just, you could just see it. So they, you know, well, I, I think I, I think what you were looking at, Jason, was uh, her, his his mom told him he was going to return it because he was looking for another toy. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what you were seeing. You were seeing the joy that that was finally going to leave his life. Yeah, perhaps <laughs> I, I I could tell you they said in the panel that the uh, the game has been extremely popular and and actually the little figurines and everything have been as well. Um, they are going to the new thing, which is kind of like was it the Skylander or something like that, where you can teleport in the Angry Birds into your game. So they're making it so it works with the game, and they have like this little teleport pod thing, and you put the Angry Bird that has like a QR code on the bottom, um, and you put that over the camera on your. And they said they talked iPad, iPhone in the panel, but I overheard them talking that it would be for basically any device that would play the game. Um, and you put it over that, and you can actually put that Angry Bird into your game um, at any time, rather than just dealing with the ones that you're given in the game. So they're making it a little more interactive of the toys with the game, kind of like uh, Captain Power in the 80s, if we remember that. Do you, do you guys want to hear my uh, Peter Griffin impression? Are you ready? Do we have a That's, that sounds terrible. <laughs> that was really bad, actually, but you get my drift. Tom, Tom, in 35 years, there's going to be a website called IGrewUpAngryBirds.com. Let's, let's hope. Let's, you bastard. Let's just hope I'm not around to see that. And uh, Oh, okay. Let's, uh, any, anything else you want to say about Hasbro before we move on? Um, I, I have a couple. I want to talk. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the Angry Birds. I'm not going to buy very many of these. But I will tell you that the new sculpts that they've done, they're a little bit bigger. And they actually look really good, if you're into that sort of thing. But they, they do look really good. Also, I asked the Hasbro people about uh, fighter pods, since they had none of them on display. And last year at Comic-Con, they had tons of them. And they said the fighter pods are on hiatus right now. 
Um, but don't count them out. They may come back at some point. Hmm. Okay. So that means they're dead. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. <laughs> I'm I, just yeah. supporting what they told me. Hiatus is the gentle way to say uh, these are never coming back ever. And, and I did hear a couple things, um, questions on um, things people have asked for for a long time. I happen to be standing next to uh, some people interviewing Daryl the Priest at one point, and I get to hear a lot of it. And stuff like, I know we all want uh, Lars and the wheelchair thingy, and sail barge and stuff like that. And they they basically said, uh, right now, those are not in the plans. But, you know, we've all heard that before. Uh, we've, we've heard that. How many vehicles that they've said, the cloud cars, the one I remember, they said for years they would never make it. And it came right. out. So anything that they say that on, just because they say, you know, it's not in the plans right now. It may not be because it's not in the plans for next year, but it may be coming out the year after. And, you know, I'd like to iterate that. I talked to a lot of these people, and they were really cool. They are totally into Star Wars, and they'd love to see the same stuff that we do come out. They really do. Um, if, you, if you boys are nice, maybe you guys can get a Klee Lars uh, figure in that uh, Crappy Birds uh, lineup. <laughs> see, that's what's going to irritate fans. If they, start making, Stuff at- if they start making Angry Birds characters, vehicles, and packaging that we want for the regular line. I agree, yeah. If they start making stuff that we want in the regular line, and, and if they don't do it in the regular line, but they do it in Angry Birds, that yeah. that, that, that would upset me, too. If, if Akmina gets an Angry Bird, I'm going to be angry. You know what? You know what? I, just as you were saying that, Jason, that popped into my head, and I went, oh, that, that we could maybe get another, you know, we could get a, a Akmina figure, maybe. That would definitely be one that I would get, but not an Angry Birds. But see, it's kind of sad, though, that they're saying that they're not making certain characters, so they have not slotted them in yet, well, because, you know, I think the way I look at it is that in two years from now, you know, there's a completely new era that's going to start up, you know? Oh, yeah. It's all going to be about episodes 7, 8, and 9, and all those spin-off movies, and so the uh, the slots that they have available for figures now are going to be, you know, getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So to actually see these characters, our chances of actually getting those figures are going to get slimmer and slimmer as time moves on. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. So I really, yeah, I, I mean, for 2014, or like end of 2014, I really hope that they're going to go ahead and release some of those characters which have been on, on fans' wish lists for so long now. So... Here's yeah. the thing. I think any time when they say that uh, we're not doing that, it just means we're not announcing that at this time. Uh, honestly, I think any of this stuff could happen very easily. I mean, when we get to the Celebration Europe 2, look at some of the figures they're showing there. And, you know, there's stuff that people wanted that I never thought Hasbro would ever make. And they're coming out. So I, I think their usual speak of, uh, you know, oh, that's not in the plans just means... That's not in the plans for us to announce right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at Jocasta New. They denied that up until it was announced. Yeah. And uh, so I, I think we'll see some more. Do you th- and, and this is kind of a little off topic, but do you think, uh, how do you think Jocasta New is actually selling? Do you think those are moving, or do you think they're going to have, you think they have a warehouse of them? So? Well, they, they made it a Celebration Europe 2 exclusive as well. So they have, <laughs> they're, they're selling it at Celebration Europe that 2. Answers- but it, as I understand, question. it wasn't as available in Europe as it was in the United States as uh, well. So, you know, take from that as you will. Tom, do you uh, stockpile any of those Jocasta new figures? <laughs> you're like, Jocasta who? <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about. Those, <laughs> okay. those, were, the, uh, those were the ones at Celebration, right? No. No, I don't know. It's the librarian from Episode 2. I thought that was the one that they had exclusive at Celebration last year. I think they... No, there was no exclusive at Celebration last year. No, they might have showed her there or something. Yeah, they didn't did. Brian's toys her. have them? At- yes. Yeah. Yes. Brian's yeah. toys. Yeah. Brian's well, that's toys what I'm talking about, you yeah. guys. But it was available in January. It wasn't available until January. Yeah, but Tom, in, in a way, Tom, you're, you're kind of right, because I think Brian's toys premiered images of it at Celebration or something. Yes, they did do that. So you, you, you're kind of there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's like, well, I know I saw something. I don't well, know what it was. What was the freaking question? I, <laughs> um, now I'm aggravated. What do you want? I was, you know, I, I, I was hoping Brian's Toys would announce a new exclusive this year, and it would be Klieg Lars or Akmina or some, you know, an elderly character that will probably never make it to mass retail. But it's been, you know, over, it's been over a year. I think they probably would have said something by now if they're going to do another figure. Who the heck would not want Akmina for their cantina 
cantina uh, environment. Come on. Yeah, I, I think it's a neat figure. Ryan, come on. <laughs> come on, buddy. You know you want. You know you want one. Yeah. Well, you're gonna get up by everything. So what do you want? All right. There you go. Exactly. The thing I think that we take away with take away from San Diego Comic Con this year from from Hasbro is that six inches is a a big deal for them. You know, it seems like the the collectors they they've gone crazy about that Boba Fett two pack that they had. I mean, it sold out by end of day Friday or something or early Saturday or something like that, right? So yeah. there's definitely demand there, and the fact that they announced vehicles, you know, I, I think, so the six-inch line is not going to go away anytime soon, so. And here's what they said about the six-inch line, too. They said the idea behind it wasn't only to put out six-inch figures. They said they've been wanting to do six-inch figures for years, and just haven't found a good play, way to do it, good place to do it, that sort of thing. But the biggest thing they said with that is what's so good about it is those people who want to get into Star Wars collecting don't have to go back and try and, you know, if they want to get them all or whatever, don't have to get 2,600 other figures uh, that came before. They can start anew with this brand new line. They, they can be brand new, right on the ground floor with the six inch line, and don't have to touch three and three quarter inch if they don't want to. That's what we all thought back in 95, too. <laughs> but they also, they also said that these figures are only going to be like two to three waves a year. So we're not going to see a lot of them. I think it's going to be kind of like how the 12 inch was with Hasbro back in the day. Uh, we, we saw a couple waves a year, and they didn't put out a lot of them, but uh, they kept chugging along. I think we got maybe 120, 12-inch overall with the with Hasbro. So I, I could see it something like that. What you know, what I'm kind of hoping they don't do, but they, you know, they probably will, is do something like pack like Slave Leia like one per case or something insane like that to really uh. get people. To really yeah, get people riled up. Just don't just give them keep ideas. The, keep the keep the shenanigans to uh, to yeah. a minimum, please. Yeah. So that's that's you know that's my hope <laughs> that they don't that they don't do stuff like that. But that I think that does generate tra- more traffic to their aisle at retail. So I think those chase type figures end up happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, no matter what, there's going to always be those figures that sell out quicker. Um, you know. Yeah. What do you uh, predict the first shelf? Uh, Peg warmer is of the six inch line. I'll start with Next you, Chris. Look. Chris. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Ryan. I'm going to say X Wing Luke just because it's not the most dynamic of Luke's figures. Like if they'd done Tatooine Luke, I wouldn't necessarily think that. Uh, but, you know, of those four characters, uh, I would say the X Wing Luke. And it's not a dog on that figure. It looks like an awesome figure. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I just think of all the. The, the four figures are doing there. That's going to be the least selling figure. Okay, I don't have an opinion either. Are we talking about all of the figures that we've seen, the waves, or just the first wave? I was thinking all of them, but the first. Oh, wave. all of them. Out of all oh, of them, I th- in that case, well, I'll wait for my turn. Okay, if we are talking about the first wave, I really don't know. But if we're talking about all of them, just looking, look at them. They all look really cool, and I don't, I don't want to be negative on this line because I think it look, does look really great. But I would think the Obi Wan Kenobi Revenge of the Sith figure probably That's will ding 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 ding. Just just not that not that it's not a cool figure. Not that I I like Obi Wan from Revenge of the Sith. But man, they just had produced so many figures of him in the last five or ten years. Boring. And that is and that is one of the most common figures you see sitting on the shelf. I remember one point Walmart had like an entire wall of like episode two or episode three Obi Wan clearance. Boring. <laughs> All right, so we'll get to the cool, gentle, giant stuff eventually, Tom. Okay, well, we're moving along. <laughs> Next, I love you, Ryan. Love Jack, you, buddy. <laughs> Jack Pacific showed some additional figures to the 31-inch line: uh, Commander Cody, the 501st Trooper, and the Shock Trooper. I think these look really cool. The paint, the paint job looks really nice on them too. I, from the photos I saw, Ryan, these look. Fantastic! I, I I got to see the Vader up close. Um, they were selling them there for fifty bucks if you wanted to buy one. Um, I decided to wait for retail to, to pick mine up. I didn't need to, to bring that home in the car. But the the Vader looks fantastic. I'm really looking forward to that. And I have no intention of picking up the clones, but that Cody, the detail on it's really good. It's an amazingly amazing looking uh, figure. I think I might have to get that Cody just because it looks so good. Uh, the other two, they're clones and. 
I'm kind of cloned out at this point, but uh, I mean, they look really good. The, the colors pop off of them. The sculpts are fantastic. These things look amazing in person. I think people are going to love them. Yeah, I'm with Ryan on this one. I think the Commander Cody looks really, really good. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go pick them up. You know, we talked about this on one of the shows uh, earlier. You know, the timing was kind of a thing. Like, if, if I would have found a Darth Vader like a month ago, I might have picked it up. Um, but I still haven't found it. So if if it comes out onto the shelves at the same time when the, the Black Series, you know, is out and the six-inch Black Series is out, I'll probably pass on it. But, you know, I agree with Ryan. The Cody looks amazing. If any of you guys see that Darth Vader, text me right away because I, I need to get I want that figure. I think they said those are going to be due out in the fall or maybe next year yet. So, wow. Although I did see a vendor selling them at the, at the con as well, not mm-hmm. just... Not just Jax, who had a, a booth there at the Lucasfilm Pavilion, but uh, there was another vendor that had a lot of those Vaders. So I, I think we're going to see them in a couple of months. I'm, I'm getting, I'm a little frustrated because the their Batman and Superman 31 inch figures seem to be everywhere. Yeah. And what I just want to know what's taking so long with Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for the Vader. Like I said, it just looks so good up yeah. up close and in person. I, I really like it. I'm just, looking just at the. Uh, just I'm look. looking at. Looking at the clone trooper figures that uh, Ryan took pictures of, which are, are which are great. Um, articulation's kind of boring, but then again, you know, I'm a vintage guy. We didn't have a whole lot of articulation back then either. So, you know, comparatively, the detail is amazing. Um, I'm just gonna say that uh, these look these look cool, and leave it at that. All right. Next, we'll move on. There you on. go. Tom said something new <laughs> looked cool. Okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, please notice, uh, please take note that these were prequel figures, too. That, that is not, quite impressive, Tom. Let's, let's not get crazy, though. C- c- congratulations there, Tom. You, right. You've entered into a whole new world. <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. Okay, also, the Gentle Giant booth. Um, I don't want to really get into all the products they showed, but since some of their product is based on, on Kenner toys, I think maybe we should talk a little bit about this stuff they showed what what i think was like one of the coolest things that, that of the photos i saw was the life-size vintage kenner stormtrooper i know opinions have been really mixed on this on the uh internet from what i've seen but i think it looks cool and i i probably won't buy one but i sure do want one well it does it looks cool it is it's a life-size vintage figure uh it's actually very glossy too which is kind of and just to see it in person, it's like, wow. Mm. But um, it's fully articulated like the vintage figure. It's going to have a, a gun that comes with it, like the vintage gun. Um, I think these are a cool idea, but I, I don't know how many collectors are going to be buying these. I'm assuming these are going to be kind of limited run. Uh, they said these are going to run like 1500 to 2200 a piece or something like that. So these aren't cheap. I, I was thinking when I first heard about it, maybe eight 900 but I, I was kind of surprised by the price on that. Uh, and the Stormtrooper's not the only one. I've, I've heard Darth Vader's in the work as well as Boba Fett. Oh, I think it looks great. You know, It's not for me, but it looks great. Yeah, it's really surprising that they you know, went with that kind of scale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom? Uh, I, I like it. I don't think I'm going to get it. Uh, once again, my my personal issue is a, is a room thing. Uh, I don't know how they can really keep going with this line if it's going to turn into a line. Uh, I sure would like to see it in person. I'm kind of bummed out that I didn't. But the, the sellability of this, I think, is going to be pretty limited. Right. I like the um, idea, but it's are these th- these must obviously be hollow inside, right? I would think so. They didn't say if they were or not, but uh, I heard they were going to send. Uh, they were going to ship these um, already, kind of non. You know, where you pop the legs on, and it's going to be complete. They're going to ship it in one piece, which yeah, doesn't make a whole lot of. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because it sure would be much smaller if they could just pop the legs off this guy. Yeah, they're going to ship them in crates. Uh, now, now, Tom, I got to ask: oh, Would you gosh. be more interested if these came in a giant uh, card? <laughs> like if it had a giant vintage card back? No, no. I think okay. uh, if, if anybody's gonna if anybody's gonna uh, collect these, I think they're gonna appreciate them loose. Okay. Uh, I, I have to say, when I see the the Darth Vader is tempting me, it's gonna depend on the price. 
But honestly, they do a Vader, and depending where I am financially, I might buy a Vader if they do that. But, I don't uh, know. I, I, you know, I would be more inclined to, to get that one rather than this one. I think it sure is an interesting idea. That's that's all I've got to say. They did say this isn't going to be something where they try to do all the original figures either. Nah, I didn't. So, I didn't. Sorry, Jason. There's that's not going to be a life-size Lobot. So. My uh, my <laughs> wife, my wife already told me that if they do make a Lobot in life-size, that um, that I can get it. How's that? Wow! Wow! <laughs> She knows All right. Out. She knows they're never gonna make it, right? <laughs> so is that was the that was the biggest empty promise of the decade. <laughs> General Giant hasn't even made a Lobot mini bust. I no, mean, what's haven't. the chances they're ever gonna make this? I think chances of making the 12-inch figure are very high at this oh, yeah, point. Yeah, I will get that. Oh, now, I'm, what, I'm, those, I'm sure. what are those figures made out of? Is that plastic or is that fiberglass? Or uh, fiberglass. Fiberglass. Yeah. You know what they could do, which would probably sell like crazy delicious hotcakes? Uh, the uh, 100% scale or the full scale Kenner weapons. Oh, that is Not cool. Not these that... figures per se, but uh, the weapons yeah, that... that go with these guys. Yeah. Wow, Tom, that's a, that's... that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Size Boom. Spike. Sure. Yeah. See what just yeah. happened there? That would be awesome. Wow. You need that's, to submit uh, that idea to General Giant there. That's, I, I, oh, I'm sure they've they've come up with that already. But. <laughs> you never know. Life-size Wampa. Also, General Giant showed more of their uh, Empire Strikes Back uh, jumbo figures, the 12-inch line. Awesome. Um, they showed uh, Hoth Luke, Hoth Han. I think they showed a Zuckus, an IG-88. And also they showed, which was a surprise to me, they showed a jumbo Wampa scaled to the 12-inch figures. Freaking cool. Yeah. If that uh, thing comes in a box and not a card, that's what would make it so awesome. If it oh, came, I'm, like, in a vintage-style box, that... that it will. It will. Oh, yeah. You only it, only makes, it only makes sense, huh? Uh, Wampa never came in a, in a, on a card. Right, I know. It, I just... To me, I'm imagining it, because I remember getting my Wampa in the box when I was a kid. If they did that in the giant size, I think that would be so cool. It'd make me want to buy it. Do you think this Wampa is a precursor to them doing a Tauntaun as well? Oh, totally. Um, it's a precursor to a few things, actually. Um, they hinted oh, do at... Oh, t- do tell, Ryan. Do tell. They hinted at doing a Jabba um, and uh, beyond that, too. I don't know if they'll do a Rancor, necessarily. But uh, I do-back? can see a Dubak, Tauntaun, Max Rebo Band, stuff like that. Tom, oh, yeah. Tom if they do a Dubak, you'll have to get it. I will. Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's. I like this. I like the Wampa so much. I'm, that's definitely going to be a, a definite for me. The Wampa. It is really cool. Wait, yeah. a, minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tom, you're going to get the Wampa. Uh huh. He's not <laughs> part of the first twenty-one. Yeah, what's going on here? I like the Wampa. <laughs> it's going to create chaos in your display. Everybody, just calm down. I know that the Wampa is definitely one of my uh, one of my favorite. Uh, favorite uh, toys i never had one but i sure thought it was cool and here's my here's my chance here's your chance well you gotta, gotta pick say, up luke and, and han to go with it yeah maybe <laughs> not luke but i do like the uh, you know we've been chris we've been talking about the empire strikes back figures and uh the rebel soldier and the han are very tempting how close are they getting to lobot i mean where does he where, where does he line up with all of this I think he's the second wave of Empire Strikes Back figures. So soon, I would say, I would think. But they're not really following kind of. No, they're not. The the waves are there. They're kind of all over the place. The Gamorian and the Yak face already. So. Yeah, absolutely right. Because so isn't uh, isn't uh, four? Did they show? Did they show four LOM? Yes, they now, had they had all the bounty hunters. And are they? Sh- you know the the and when I say four LOM for this line, I mean like the the bug eyed uh, the right. You know, not, Z- the, not, not the droid. The one that we got in a white box as a kid. That yeah. Now that uh, wasn't wasn't that uh, he was one of the wasn't he one of the later line later Empire Strikes Back figures? Well, yeah, because he was yes, he was. Yeah, it's too bad because I yeah, if they were been. following the absolute release order, then I I know I could count on Lobot coming out soon. That, uh, that Wampa is quite impressive in person, though. It is it uh, is huge. It is so cool. I think with ninety percent certainty, you'll have a. Uh, Lobot in your hands in the next couple of years, Jason. Yeah, okay. I, I think you. And I can take him with me to watch episode seven. 
There you go. <laughs> In your Lobot backpack. <laughs> you know, maybe Lobot will be a featured uh, character on the Star Wars Rebels show. Ooh. Maybe. Probably That'd not. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right. Now, uh, another thing, we, we really don't talk that much about Sideshow on this show, because I really just like to talk about toys, and I'm not sure I consider Sideshow figures toys, but they did look pretty cool, so I thought we'd mention them. Sideshow showed for their 12-inch action figure line a Tauntaun, Luke Hoff, Han Hoff, and a probe droid. Oh, they had more than that. Yeah, yeah you're, right. you're right, they did, but I didn't write them all down. There was ahead, a General Grievous too that looked really good. What was that? The General Grievous that was there. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. And they, they have some, some battle droids. and. Yeah, they, and then they have battle droids and clones, and, and I... I hate to say it, but I'm not a. I'm, not, I'm tired of clones, and yeah. I haven't bought a single sideshow clone. But uh, yeah, uh, that that Grievous looked really good. It makes it tempting. Are you gonna Are you gonna buy any of these sideshow figures, Ryan? Um, well, I'm planning on getting the Vader that they showed there. Mm-hmm. Um, I seeing it in person. I've been hemming and hawing on it because it's 250 bucks, but it does look amazing seeing it in person. So I think I'm gonna get that. The uh, Luke and Han are really tempting. The face sculpts on them are fantastic. I tried to get a good picture of those for the Facebook page, um, trying to get a close-up of the faces. I don't know how good I really did. But uh, they've really... It's like they took something from Hot Toys in their face sculpts lately. I know on the Episode 1 Obi-Wan I've got, uh, it, it reminds me of a Hot Toys. Mm-hmm. And this Luke and Han, the face sculpts are really good. They have a texture to them that is why I say they remind me of Hot Toys is... The texture to the skin just looks really good. And the probe droid just looks outstanding, and it's going to light up and stuff. Oh, so, the probe droid is definitely one of my purchases for sure. Yeah, it's it looks really cool. Wow, Tom, you're just going crazy. You're just, like, breaking out of your mold. Oh, it's, a, uh, it's a good year, guys. It's a really <laughs> good year for this stuff. Yeah, i got to say. Chris, do you collect sideshow stuff? Uh, not really. I got into Gentle Giant for a while, and I was really into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sideshow, I kind of always skipped. Although, I gotta say, um, the, the premium format figures are pretty tempting, uh, especially the Chewbacca that they showed and uh, the Snow Trooper. Mm-hmm. I think those look really, really good. So, But I still want to pick up the, uh, what's it, the Sideshow uh, Mythos Obi-Wan. I think that looks fantastic. So that's still on my list of things to get. So, you know, I'm not really a big sideshow collector, but I'll probably be picking up a couple of things here and there over time. Ryan, I want to ask you something. Now, you said some of the newer sideshow figures look almost as good as Hot Toys. And a couple of years ago, Hot Toys uh, started offering uh, the Luke, uh, the Best Spin Luke figure. Do you know, has Hot Toys shown any other figures besides just the Best Spin Luke that they've already put out? Not in Star Wars, no. In fact, um, at the Sideshow booth at, at Comic-Con, they have a whole section of Hot Toys stuff. Then there was tons of Marvel stuff, um, all sorts of other non-Star Wars stuff. They didn't even have the Luke Bespin on display this year. Um, I don't know if maybe they've combined with Sideshow, because, I mean, the sculpts on these Sideshow ones look Hot Toys. I'll, I'll just say mm-hmm. that. So I don't know if they've ended up combining with that or what, but... There was no Star Wars Hot Toys on display at Comic-Con. Yeah, because I, I, I thought, you know, when they showed the Bespin Luke, I think it was in 2010, maybe, or maybe even earlier. I'm not, I don't remember I exactly. know they had it at Comic-Con last year. Yeah, and I thought that was the beginning of a, a big push, but it's been nothing since. Yeah, I, they made it sound like it was going to be a whole new line, and people yeah. were looking forward to it. But, yeah, nothing since. But, like I said, with that... The episode one Obi Wan um, that blew me out of the water when I got it. Just the fi- how good that looks, and it it reminds me very much of Hot Toys. So I don't know if maybe they combined with them for their their Star Wars line now or what, because they are mm-hmm. more, a lot more expensive now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's uh, move on to Celebration Europe two. Um, as this episode is is uh, getting released, uh, it'll just be wrapping up. While there wasn't a lot of new stuff shown, there was some, and I really want to give a big uh, shout-out to Jedi News, because they I think they were the first to get this stuff, get photos of the new, the new Hasbro figures on the web. And you can see those pictures by going to jedinews.co.uk if you're curious, but they showed photos of, from the Hasbro booth, the Black Series three and three quarter inch, and they showed some additional figures that weren't shown at San Diego Comic-Con, and so they've shown Mace Windu, Commander Neo, 
Darth Plagueis, and the Nikto Skifgard Vism. Uh, Chris, what's your uh, initial thoughts on, on, on the figures shown at Celebration Europe 2? Uh, they look awesome. Especially the Skiffguard looks just killer. Uh, really, really nice sculpting on the figure. Uh, can't wait to get that. And the other figures look really, really good too. Um, I guess now we know what Darth Plagueis looks like, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a really, really nice lineup. I also like that they did the, the Mace Windu in the, in the Clone Wars armor. So it's kind of like a little continuation of realistic style Clone Wars figures. So it's kind of nice that they uh, released that. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about those. It's a really nice lineup of figures. Uh, I'm really impressed. The Darth Plagueis especially. <clears throat> I'm not always the biggest fan of EU, um, but I, there's a lot of stuff I buy, and I don't know who the character is necessarily. But uh, Darth Plagueis, I read that novel. That was an awesome novel. And uh, just getting a figure from that really, it, it, it kind of completes something a little bit there to get that, because um, then you have Darth Sidious's master as well. And they they did a great job on the sculpt. They didn't just take the uh, Sand Hill from Episode 2 and throw a cloak on him. They did an all-new sculpt with this. And it's pretty impressive. I Just knowing the accessories he had in the book, like the, the breathing mask and that, uh, and you can see it on this figure, I, I'm impressed. The Mace Windu is nice to, to get there with the Clone Wars armor. The, the Nikto Skiffguard looks fantastic. Although we should note he also comes with a gun that looks like it should attach to a railing of a sail barge. But... These look great. I'm really looking forward to these. Yeah, I uh, don't. I think you guys know that I really don't collect EU figures, but um, I'm gonna get Darth Plagueis. It it looks cool. I really liked that novel. That that was a really good novel. It took a lot of stuff about Episode One that didn't make sense, and it actually kind of ex- made it make sense. Um, so. Well- you said it before, Jason. Darth Plagueis' novel makes Episode One a better movie. It does. It, it, yeah, it does. It, it, it definitely speaks, makes it speaks movie. well for Episode One, everybody. <laughs> if you have to have a book that helps explain a, the the movie, yeah. oh my god, I, I'm a, I'm gonna go to mute. I'm muting. I'm muting. <laughs> so I'm uh, yeah. So I'm not, you know Tom's break, breaking the mold and and, 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 and and getting out of his only collecting the. 21, first 21, I'm going to break my little rule about not collecting EU figures and get Darth Plagueis, because he's cool. The rest of them look fine, too. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then they showed two additional Black Series 6-inch figures that were not shown at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, and that would be Luke Skywalker in Bespin Fatigues and Stormtrooper. Uh, Chris, initial thoughts on these two? Oh, totally fantastic. Um, especially Bespin Luke looks really, really nice. Um, Stormtrooper, same thing. I love Stormtroopers, so um, yeah, I can't wait for those figures to come out. Ryan? I think they look fantastic, but I have a question for people here. Is it kind of odd they're putting the Stormtrooper out Wave 3 after they already did Sand Trooper in Wave 1? Yeah. Is that kind of close? I would assuming they're using a lot of the same parts uh, on these two uh, to quickly kind of have... A repaint, if you will. It seems kind of quick on that. Yeah, well, the helmet looks like it's a different helmet, right? Yeah, I mean, there's pieces that look different, and I, I definitely don't know my Stormtrooper armor well enough, but I've heard plenty of people say that there's something about Sand Trooper armor that's very different from Stormtrooper armor. I couldn't tell you what. But there's a I, few I've, things, but I, yeah, I have we'll, heard we'll, that. We'll take it offline, Ryan. Okay, okay. Uh, Bespin Luke is, is just my favorite character figure. I like I pretty much like every version of Bespin Luke that's ever been released. I'm looking forward to this one for sure. The Stormtrooper mask, um, something looks kind of off. Maybe I, maybe I just... Uh, something it, looks it, looks off. A, it looks a little long to me. Yes. Yeah, it does look a little odd, but... And the, uh, the, t- the, the tubes, the, uh, the, uh, the, side, the side tubes there look a little... Little too pronounced for me at the bottom. It looks looks poofy. The helmet looks poofy. Yeah. So you got a perm that day or something? <laughs> Perhaps. And I think that's all of the new product Hasbro show, showed at Celebration Europe too. Um, unless, can you guys think of anything else or? No, that looks like that's everything that's new. You know they're going to show. Uh, did, did they uh, did they show any new Angry Birds figures <laughs> at Celebration <laughs> too? <laughs> Not that I know of. Did they even bring any to celebration to celebration too? Um, <laughs> I, I think I saw somebody take some pictures of some. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess that's gonna wrap wrap up our discussion. Um, again, my name is Jason, 
if you want to contact us, please email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. As always, I'd like to thank my co-host tonight, Tom, from igrowupstarwars.com. Thanks, everybody. Uh, and if you do like the older stuff, let me personally invite you to igrowupstarwars.com and the Facebook page, igrowupstarwars.com. And from jedibusiness.com, Chris B. Thanks for having me again. Love talking about Star Wars collecting with you guys, so thanks. And our good friend Ryan, who's keeping the Facebook page alive and well. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. thank you, folks. I, I gotta admit, I put up that picture of the early version of my Death Star online, and it's had over 4,000 hits or something yeah, like that now. Yeah, I noticed now. that. And that just blows me away, because it's not even done yet. And in fact, if you look at the picture closely, there's no Emperor in that Emperor's Arrival yet. Yeah. Um, because I haven't found my emperor figure that belongs in that set. Uh, but uh, listeners who are looking forward to something, my Battle of Geonosis diorama is almost done. I should have pictures up of that here very soon. All right. That's going to wrap up the show. We'll be back in a week or two. It's hard to know with us since we don't really have a set schedule because that's the way we like to do it. But, uh, well, what else is there to say? But good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend, then homeward bound, friend, don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend, the nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. Always keep your weapons in a safe place so you don't lose them. <laughs>